on this episode of the Venus Cuckolders podcast. Wow, do I have quite the episode for you today. You might want to listen to this one in private, not while you're walking down the street, <laughs> because it's really, really hot. Saying, you know, you know, they're kissing and I'm lifting up her white wedding dress and he's pulling down her panties and next thing you know, for the first time ever, he goes bareback with her. An hour after we got married, I'm going down on her after cleaning up. And so then we have to race back. We got 100, 200 people right. later for us. We get back to the reception. All, all of a sudden they're like, hey, they're doing, they're doing the, you got to get up there. It's your wedding dance. He just loses it, right? I he fucking just like, melted. he com- like completely lost it. And so I'm like, okay, and they start the music. I'm like, okay, step left, step right, step left. <laughs> I, and I'm trying <laughs> Oh my God. I couldn't move. I was like, she just, my mind just was lost at that point. And we get up there and I'm like, are you ready? And then what is, what does she say to me? What did she whisper in my ear? Honey, that just comes running down my thigh. Welcome to the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. A place to learn all things cuckolding for the curious, the passionate, and the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. Make sure you go to venuscuckoldress.com to subscribe to the podcast and check out the Venus blog. And of course, if you love it, share it. Now, sit back, make yourself comfortable, and enjoy the show with your host, Venus. episode of the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. Wow, do I have quite the episode for you today. <laughs> quite possibly the hottest story about cuckolding that you will ever hear. My friends, Jack and Kissy, this wonderful couple are here today to talk about their story, their relationship, and the ultimate wedding fantasy that came true for them when they got married. Oh my God. (laughs) You might want to listen to this one in private, not while you're walking down the street, (laughs) because it's really, really hot. But first of all, I'd like to give a special shout out to all of my Patreon supporters. It's because of you that I'm able to continue to bring you these episodes every other week. And if you're interested in supporting the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Venus Cuckoldress. And there's a lot of perks that go along with becoming a Patreon supporter of the show. So there's weekly mini episodes that are released on Patreon just for you every Wednesday. And you also get access to the Pillow Talks, which are once or twice a month with myself and some other lovely ladies where we get to answer your questions. We're on video. It's a live event. It's always tons of fun. As well, there's live hangouts with myself, contests, giveaways, and the Frontier gets access to the Venus Vault on venuscuckoldress.com. That's all the sexy behind the scenes stuff. Photos and videos. Yes, the goods. (laughs) Anyway, if you'd like to go to Patreon.com forward slash Venus Cuckoldress to learn more information. That would be great. All right, let's get started. First, a quick message from my friend Nookie at Dating Kinky. Are you in the market for kinky and not quite vanilla people to connect with, date, or even just enjoy some adult fun? Maybe you're looking for the chance to learn from experts on relationships, sex, and kink education topics. Hi, I'm Nookie Notes, and if you answered yes to those questions, I invite you to check out my site, Dating Kinky. At Dating Kinky, we provide a -a one-of-a-kind dating site experience. You'll find an education hub with live and on-demand classes and workshops, books, and more, and an interactive community where people from around the world can meet and engage. And coming up on the horizon, look for the premiere of our Dating Kinky app, due to be released in February 2021. For more details, come check out our website at datingkinky.com. 
You can also follow us on Twitter at Dating Kinky and on Instagram at Dating Kinky Official. I look forward to meeting you. Thanks and have a kinky day. All right, today on the show, I have Jack and Kissy with me. Welcome, you guys. Thank you. We're Glad so to be excited. here. Yeah, I, you know what? I first heard about you guys on the Casual Swinger podcast. It was the second time that I was on there and they mentioned, Oh, did you listen to this Jack and Kissy episode? And I was like, No, I didn't. And they, they were telling me about it. I'm like, Oh shit. And I'll have to go and listen to this. And oh my God, that was, I think, one of the best episodes I've ever listened to. I like fell in love with you guys after that. So I'm so excited and so happy to have you guys on this podcast and share your story and everything. So welcome to the Venus Cuckoldress podcast. <laughs> thank you. And what was really what was really cool was that your podcast was the next one after ours. So yeah. it was a one two punch. It was really great. Yeah. I like uh, how that was set up. Yeah. It's funny how that worked out. It was like all of a sudden cuckolding came from like every direction. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I've been fans of you guys for a long time. And then I saw it that you guys posted something on Twitter about listening to the podcast. And I was like, Oh, my God, I love you guys. I have to connect. But I just want to say that interview that you did with Casual Swinger and oh, my God, Mickey and Mallory, are they not like the best oh my God. people they're ever? Ama- they're amazing. Yeah. They're- they're so fantastic. I we lo- love them so right. much. They are great. That's I've been on their show twice and I just fell in love with them totally. Um, well, what I really loved about that interview, other than that incredible story that you told <laughs> at the end, <laughs> um, was you guys obviously have an amazing relationship, something to aspire to. Your level of communication that you have, it's clear, is totally on point. And the level of trust that you guys have is incredible. And so I just wanted to, if you wouldn't mind just having a little story about how it all began for you guys, how did you find yourself where you are today? Okay, when we began kind of our relationship together, um, we were both coming off marriages that didn't work. And communication between the two of us became something that was just pivotal in our relationship. We had to over communicate everything. Mm -hmm. And we also were coming off both, you know, rather vanilla marriages. Um, And so when our relationship began, there was a lot of, you know, just fantasy play, right? We would Mm -hmm. do lots of different, you know, things in the bedroom with fantasy that were really exciting and really fun for us. I think um, just to, to that point a little bit, you know, one of the things that was, that, that was difficult for me in the beginning, just because of my previous marriage as well, that was kind of taboo is that Kissy made it like, you know, allowed me to let go in fantasies by reassuring me, this is fantasy. This is whatever you want. It's, it's not real. You, you're not going to hurt me here. You know, you can, you can fuck me really, really hard and do some really <laughs> naughty things to me. And it's okay. It's just fantasy. Go for it. So, you know, that was that was a big element of that. Hey, guys, guess what? I have found something pretty amazing. It is a natural way for you to get better erection strength, quality and firmness, all things I know you want. And it also gives you better performance and stamina in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And as a bonus, it benefits your overall cardiovascular and sexual health. It's called Joy Mode. And I love the name. It's a sexual performance booster. And it's made with science-backed ingredients. It's like a pre-workout supplement, but for the bedroom. So whether you're amping up the heat with the wife in the bedroom or you're going for gold (laughs) in a marathon session at a hotel takeover event, this supplement has to be part of your routine, part of the checklist. You can learn more and order yours at usejoymode.com. And if you enter the code VENUS, you get 20% off. So that's usejoymode.com. Go ahead, get yours. Thank me later. 
and eventually our fantasies, a lot of them turned into this play of me with another guy and, you know, Jack watching in some way or, you know, and we, we got to a point where, you know, it was great in fantasy. And eventually Jack said, you know, what if we, what if we tried making this reality? And at first I was just like, well, no, <laughs> like, that's just not, you know, because I was, I was worried about a couple different things, right? Like I, I did not, not want, I didn't want to hurt him. Right. And when you take something from fantasy, you start, you know, the reality of it. And I'm actually physically there with someone else. Like I did not want to take that chance of, of hurting him. Yeah. And, you know, there's a little bit of the, like, alternate part of that is, well, is he just, you know, wanting to see me like fucking other guys so he can, you know, go fuck other women, <laughs> you know, and, you know, so that communication piece of it, it, it took a while for us to, you know, to work through all of those things and for him to really make me comfortable in, you know, what he wanted and why he wanted it. And so, you know, we eventually started, <laughs> started trying to figure out like, well, okay. And we didn't know anything. How do we, how do we do this? How do we make it happen? Yeah. Right. So it, it, it took the reassurances from me, mm -hmm. you know, first of all, it's like, oh my gosh, I have the most incredible goddess wife of all time. There's nobody that compares to her and never will. And so for me, that's like, I don't want to be with another, I mean, I don't mind today and stuff, you know, but still my focus is always on her. And I had to reassure of that. And it's like, no, don't be afraid of hurting me either. Hurt me, hurt me. I want to see you with another guy. And like, I promise I won't get hurt, you know? And so it took a while for those reassurances to happen to, to get to that point where, okay, here we go. Let's try this. Yeah. So it sounds like, with the fantasy talk, she was the one to reassure you that, you know what, it's okay. You know, this yeah. is going to be, this is a safe place. And then it yeah. was for you to reassure her that, no, you don't have any ulterior motives. This is not going to damage you. This is not going to damage our relationship. How long was that process where you got finally, you know, where, where there was this kind of like, Oh, I don't know to, okay, we're ready to do this. How like how long? Was that like a year or was that like a few months or a few conversations? Well, I, I think there's a a couple of things. First of all, it probably took a, a it didn't take too long for the reassurances, right? I, I'm like, you know, but I think the problem was once we, okay, okay, let's, let's try this. It's not as easy as, as you think, especially this is 10 years ago. This is in the days of Craigslist ads. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what I mean? It's like you didn't have all those tools available where you could, you know, pick and choose. And so part of that was just being able to actually find that person. Yeah. Like we went, we'd go to like a club or something, a nightclub, you know, not a, you know, a public nightclub. And, and you know, she actually started getting hit on by a guy and stuff. And then she's like, hey, well, you know, my husband would like to, and they freak out like, what? You're married or you're, you know? And so, so like, oh, okay, back to square one again and just finding that right person. And, and, you know, so even with the reassurances, now it's frustration. Like, we want to do this and we can't find anyone to do it with. <laughs> <laughs> that's a real stumbling block for sure yeah, i think for a right? lot of people where you're like okay i'm ready to do this now how the fuck do we do this <laughs> yeah so, it is. It's... <laughs> we um we finally like posted an ad i think on ourselves instead of answering ads and we had a ton of replies and we replied to everyone and we didn't know what we were doing but we ended up you know screening a few of them and one of them was like an experienced man who really knew what he, he, you know, what he was doing, he was a bull and he saw us green as can be. We, we have to meet out of town at a hotel. And he's like, Oh gosh, yeah, good <laughs> luck with that. You know? And, um, we basically chose him. He was a gentleman and military and his name is Dutch. So kind of a famous name out there. He's the first one that, um, led us into the land of temptation um, and, uh, and it was, and it was incredible. It was just like, we got lucky too, because the first, our first bull 
was an amazing experience. And, you know, that's that's a key to the whole process as well, because you could just choose someone because you didn't do your due diligence and just like, oh, we just got to make this happen. And you choose some douchebag yeah. who doesn't know what he's doing. And then yeah. it, it goes all south on you. And then she's going to be like, we're never fucking doing that again. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. You fucked up your one opportunity. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Can we just yeah. clone Dutch? Can I just oh, think my clone God. him? <laughs> we need more guys like that. <laughs> yeah. So in, in just a little, I'm going to give a little more cred to Dutch and in, in what, what it means to be an epic bull, at least from a cuckold standpoint, is that he not only, you know, you can get any guy to come fuck your wife. All right. So great. And I'll watch and sit in the corner and stuff. No, he, he knows how to mind fuck the cuck. He's a puppet master, right? Yeah. So he gave me little tasks to do prior to even our first, our first night together. He's like, you're going to buy Trojan um, Magnum XL condoms. You're going to go to the drugstore and you're going to tell the clerk, these are for my wife's lover. And <laughs> Kissy's going to be there to watch, to witness, to make sure you fucking did that. Like the humiliation factor. And I did it. And it was embarrassing, <laughs> but it was like, what a thrill. And, you know, and had me buy like the right kind of lube and told me the instructions of what the hotel room's going to look like with the table, with all the stuff laid out and yada, yada. And like, so he knows how to not only make the hot wife excited and happy, but he knows what tickles the cuckold's vanity and knows how to play that as well. And that's a rare find. Oh, totally. And Kissy, what was that like for you to all of a sudden experience a bull who kind of or just, you know, a guy in your life in that situation and that kind of triad of a cuckold scenario who takes charge like that. What was that like for you? Hey, did you know that there's a one of a kind matchmaking service for cuckolding and female led relationships? Venus Connections is a private service for single men and single women who want a loving, cuckolding relationship. And now there's a new separate FLR program too. There's no scrolling through profiles or sharing photos with members. It's totally private. And the dates are blind dates too. Included in the program is a three-week course and an interview with me. So join now at venusconnections.com and use the code TOPTIER2024 for 40% off the top 1% membership. That's venusconnections.com. Make 2024 the year that you get the relationship of your dreams. So it, you know, Dutch, I, and like Jack said, right, like we were really fortunate to have Dutch be the first experience in, you know, kind of in this lifestyle for us because he's just one, he's like a genuinely nice guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, but he has all of the, you know, all of the right aspects of just being able to, you know, talk with me and, you know, push me, push my limits, push Jack's limits, which, you know, and that whole thing was something that, you know, was totally new for me. The, yeah. like the humiliation aspect and seeing you know, him humiliate Jack in different ways. And it was, you know, it was a little bit uncomfortable at first because it was just like, well, no, don't, don't, <laughs> don't do that. say that to him. <laughs> um, and so that too, you know, just takes that communication to be able to understand. And eventually, you know, it's like just through a lot of conversation with Jack, it's more of the understanding of, no, this is, you know, this is like exciting. And this is, you know, something that I want. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and he was just really, he was really good at making me feel completely comfortable. And then eventually, you know, pushing my limits to just expand and, you know, explore different, different aspects of of this lifestyle. So it's been, it's been great. It's, you know, I I think Jack has created a monster in in what he's asked for. It's so funny. What, (laughs) 
what what Venus just asked you and you didn't answer what I what what you know a guy would maybe answer and that is and he's the biggest cock I've ever been with in my life. Well, that too. <laughs> was it fascinating, Kissy? Was it fascinating for you to see how your husband reacted? To that kind of humiliation because uh, for me in the very beginning like that for me was I was like okay first of all it was uncomfortable but then I saw how my man reacted and he got so turned on and I was like damn <laughs> yeah yeah it is I mean it you know that is that is something that you know it just was I hadn't ever experienced before yeah. and it was it was like wow like at first you're like oh no that <laughs> don't do that but then you understand the dynamic of it and you know and Dutch is just such a, a master at it that it it really he he made it you know kind of easy to to fall into and you start you know then he you know he starts doing the you know, like dick comparisons and like, Jack, you know, come over here, you know, pull your little, pull your little panties down. And, you know, like, oh, kissy, you know, like, you know, whose dick do you want? You know, like, it's just, (laughs) that sounds amazing. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But I still can't get over the fact that like you guys went from, you know, you know, never having done any of this before to really kind of like diving in with him to yeah. with these scenarios like comparison and this kind of like humiliation or teasing talk and stuff like that. I can't believe that it went like but that that really honestly that takes a real bull to understand how to do that in a way that's not going to freak you out or make you feel you know uncomfortable and never want to do it again. After after a few times with him, he he's in the military, so he's gone a lot. So we were like, ah, well, let's find some others, you know. And so we we had some other bull play. And what's sad is he, Dutch set the bar, the gold standards. He set the bar so high. Yep. Everyone else was a disappointment. Like, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, so, so that's the bad part of it. <laughs> oh, I can totally see that. So, where do you go to look for bulls? This is a question I get asked all the time. How do you find mm. a good bull? So, mm. no, we we mostly question. just like ask Dutch about his friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cause Dutch does have like yeah. some really good friends as well. So yeah. that's but no, I mean for playmates, uh, you know, like SLS, like the the, the the sites like Cassidy's Swing Lifestyle, um uh Adult Fred Finder was was a good one locally. And it's funny because some of these sites aren't as popular in one region as they are another. Like Cassidy here nobody's on Cassidy here, like in the Wisconsin area, but everyone's on SLS where in other places, Cassidy is, is huge, you know? So it's finding those right places that you have a lot of prospects and good communication and then just, you know, setting up the meet and greets. Yes. I find the best, the best thing, the best way to find a bull, a real bull that you know is going to be great is through referrals from other women in the lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We know. We figured it out. We got a, we got a good <laughs> list going. So, Kissy, I'll be sure to share that list with you. Just saying. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> All right. So, um, Kissy, you had mentioned earlier that there were, you know, parts of, especially in the beginning uh, of hesitancy where you weren't quite sure about aspects of this kind of relationship. Have there been any other experiences that you guys have had where you found it kind of tough to navigate at all? Um, I think the, the pieces, you know, really were early on when we were trying to kind of understand, you know, really what it was all about. Um, there was a situation where we had met with somebody who really like was a, was somebody we had met out at a nightclub. He didn't understand the dynamic, right? Didn't understand kind of what (laughs) we were, we were asking him to get involved in. And there were some communication things there that were hard, you know, and some things that we had to, had to work through. And ultimately, you know, determined like, okay, this just isn't the right guy, right? He wants something different mm-hmm. and that doesn't work in what we are looking for. So it's not the right person. Right. Yeah. Um, this, this, this actual, the person she's talking about was a really, really good looking black man um, that, that was open into hearing us out and wanted to, but he's like, I've got to be alone with her. I can't, you know, 
And so we were trying to figure we but we kept like pursuing because the excitable boy Jack's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and uh one night the three of us were out and the two of them were getting hot and bothered at a, you know, an, um at a booth at a bar somewhere. And then Kissy came up to me and you know, she excused herself, came up to me and said, He wants alone time with me. You need to wait outside. And it hit me really hard because I was like, Well, I want to watch. I want and they kind of did their own thing and and I drove we drove home that night and it was silence and she's like she knew she goes what's wrong and I'm like that part. and she's like okay we're we're done and I'm like oh sh- no we're not look we just need to communicate and <laughs> this out and we realized this just was a situation we needed to just you know move on from yeah. and yeah. um so it's a communication it comes back to that yeah yeah a stumbling bl- block like that is a lot easier for couples who have that outstanding communication and trust and, you know, real strong bond, long lasting committed relationship. It's easier for them to sort of work through something like that than it is for couples who are newer, I think. So good on yeah, you for I recognizing mean, you, that. <laughs> well, I mean, and it, I mean, it really is the most critical thing, right? Like Jack and I aren't, we aren't in this for me just to like be able to like have sex with other guys, right? Mm -hmm. What we're doing is an enhancement of our relationship. It's about like (laughs) emphasizing what him and I have together. So if something outside of that isn't working, then it doesn't work in our relationship. Right. So it really is that that critical piece of communication just over and over and over again. That's what we would tell anyone who is looking to, you know, explore this kind of of lifestyle, because, you know, it's it's easy in the beginning to have those stumbling blocks and and you're going to make more mistakes than (laughs) than successes. And you have to be able to work through them. Yeah. Um, and so that reminds me because there, there's a lot of people out there who just can't wrap their mind around this kind of relationship because it seems so fucking unfair. <laughs> it seems like, well, she gets to go fuck whoever she wants, but he doesn't like, I don't understand that. Why would he sign up for that? So Jack, why don't you try to explain that for myself and for all of the listeners out there? What's in it for you in this kind of relationship? For me, it's, it's just, it's taking what I already know. The, the being with the most amazing lover I've ever been with, the most gorgeous and satisfying lover, and, and just wanting to like, wanting to see it from a third party angle, from a third party aspect. And it, it, it's, you know, it's like, I, I don't. It's it's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Um, just and be and seeing that, and I mean, for me, the 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 more intimate parts of that are the parts that really turn me on. When she's like, when I can see her really, she's making out, she's kissing, and there's that. Those into not just the hard fucking. Like, okay, you know, great. <laughs> But it's it's when when she when I see her actually kind of lose herself a little to him and oh, oh, she adores him. I mean, that's where I lose my mind um, because I know what it's like. And I I don't know. I just to see it third party is just mind blowing. Oh, I love that. (laughs) And and Kissy, what would you say is. What's in it for you as far as a woman uh, point of view? What is it? Is, is it? It's not just the sex with a bull. Yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, there's there's something about, you know, having a, you know, just a, a playful lifestyle, right? Mm. <laughs> you know, as you're as you're with someone for, you know, a, a long period of time, like it, it's fun to be able to have something else that can enhance that part of your relationship. And, you know, this is something where, you know, we can approach it in, you know, a very safe way. But it's also something that even if I'm, you know, out with a bull and, you know, I'm on my own and come home and, you know, am I just telling Jack about the stories rather than him being there? It's something, you know, like this is fantasy fodder that you can, 
you know, use for months <laughs> and, years. and years sometimes, yes. right? Yes. Like there are certain, there are certain situations that, you know, we go back to again and again and again, because it's just so hot. <laughs> um, and, and that I think is the, you know, is just the, the fun part, you know, it's, it's always about what, what furthers our relationship. And this, you know, as weird as it probably sounds to people who don't like live in this kind of a, a relationship, it, it just, it's something that has brought us so much closer mm-hmm. because you have to, you have to be able to have a deep communication and you have to have a deep trust and respect for each other in order for something like this to work. Yeah, a lot of people don't get that. They just don't understand <laughs> that whole aspect of it actually brings you guys closer together. It just elevates the love and trust and communication that you have for each other. It's like like love on steroids. Yeah, <laughs> like it really amazing. is. And just the way yeah. the just the way Jack talks about you like just being the most like sexy phenomenal powerful <laughs> woman. I mean, it's clear Aww. like you are everything <laughs> to him and I'm sure that this kind of dynamic just amplifies that. I'm sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's definitely this kind of relationship never gets boring. You're absolutely right. Like there's so there's so many different avenues to go down there. So you don't even have to be creative in this kind of relationship. You don't even have to be a creative person because there's just so much at your fingertips that you can just be like, oh, I'm going to press this button today. And oh, I'm going to do <laughs> but, this today. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's true. But there's this aspect of it for us that has turned into a super creative element as well, right? Mm -hmm. Because one of the things we found early on was, okay, yeah, it's, it's fun to have someone and you have a bull and, you know, Jack watches and okay, that's great. (laughs) But, you know, that also is something that can get boring pretty quickly. Jack and I both are kind of thrive on the creativity and imagination. So we take the bull kind of cock, hot wife dynamic. And we spin that into different role plays that we do, Mm -hmm. right? So we have a a real estate agent and he shows us a house and, you know, Jack and I are there as the couple looking at the house and I really want it, but Jack is worried about how much it's going to cost. And so I have to, you know, beg and plead with the realtor to, you know, to, to give us the house at a lower price or something and work out some kind of deal with him. And he ends up fucking me on the kitchen counter, you know, like, (laughs) Oh, wait, we saw a lot of houses too, by the way. Seriously, this realtor is like naughty. Oh my God. And and there's some funny stories. Like one of them, this is Wisconsin. It was winter and like, it was 45 (laughs) degrees in the house. And she's like, I'm not taking my fucking clothes off. So it's not always goes as planned. <laughs> oh my god, you guys have the best stories ever. Oh my god. Um that that brings up a question. So there's uh, there's been this thing where like a lot of single guys especially in this lifestyle, they have this idea that real couples in this lifestyle are engaged in all this crazy sexy fun, you know, in, insanely hot shit like all day, every day. Like how much of, oh, <laughs> right? How much of, of cuckolding is your day, day to day life or, and how much is just like regular everyday relationship stuff? Kissy, can you bring the key for my chastity? Um, Shane, oh my God. please. No, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's not. Uh, no, we, we, you know, we have corporate America jobs. We're working. We have the stress of every other couple in person out there i gotta go shovel snow later and you know i mean it's how maybe the question is like how often do we actually engage in that you know maybe once or twice a month we meet with somebody and you know not all the times it's play sometimes it's a meet and greet um it's not you know i wish i could say every day we're like doing something naughty (laughs) but there's a there's reality out there that needs to be dealt with um so no that's that's not the case for you know, most people, yeah. I, would I mean, assume. we don't like live at where, you know, Jack, like where Jack is a, is a cock in, you know, normal life. Right. Like yeah. right. I'm not like forcing him, you know, to, 
put on an apron and do the dishes because he's an adult <laughs> and he just does the dishes if they need to get done. Yeah. So <laughs> real life. Yeah, I mean, so, <laughs> right. Like it just, there's, it's just real life. And then, yeah, sometimes, you know, we have this element of this very fun aspect of our relationship, but it's a, uh, the reality is <laughs> being able to have the time to do those things and find the right person and set something up where it works in everyone's schedule is more difficult than we would wish it to be. <laughs> yeah. I would, I, like I said in the very beginning of the show, I saw your tweet uh, about you were listening to the show. And in the tweet, you mentioned that you, uh, I'm not sure which episode it was that you were listening to, but it sparked some sort of conversation between you guys. So I just wanted to ask you about that. So you've, mm -hmm. you've listened to the podcast together. Um, what kind of conversations has it sparked between the two of you? Um, really good conversations. Cause it's a fun thing to like, put on your show in the kitchen and, you know, just hanging around. And then we, we discuss it like afterwards, uh, like for instance, um, the, the gentleman recently, I think it was, I think it was episode 15, actually his, uh, his wife won't cuckold and you know, he, he cheated, I think like 15 years ago. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, we were talking about that and, and the one thing that kind of comes back to, a lot of our core conversations is, and, and I tell this to like friends and, and others, like single guys will reach out, single married guys, especially they're like, yeah, well, my wife, she's, you know, she won't do anything. So I'm looking for, and I'm like, okay, what, what are you doing for her though? Are you meeting her needs? Yeah. And, and the response is, yeah, yeah, I am. I give her money and, and I mow the lawn. Oh yeah. Cause <laughs> mowing the lawn is her big need. She's getting so turned or, or I lick her pussy. <laughs> like, okay, is, she likes her pussy being licked, but is that true? What, what is her needs? And 99% of men won't know their wives, number one, number one, number two, number three needs. And it's the same for guys too. I mean, for, for women, it's kind of like, you know, we're both wired differently. And so it's like, I tell them you need to be her rock star first. And so this is more for the, the, the married guys or the guys with, you know, that wants their girlfriends or husband, uh, wives to be, to be hot wives and have them cuck is you can't just go there. You can't just say, honey, this is what I want. Okay. Well, what does she want? You know, uh, are you giving her, are you meeting her needs? Are you giving her the affection that she so desperately needs from her significant other on a daily basis? I'm, I have to write a note like, oh yeah, hug kissy, give her love, give her love notes, <laughs> kiss her, hug her, hug her more. You know, those are the things that, and, and the communication and just shut up and listen to her talk and not turn, you know, ESPN on and stuff like that. And that communication and listening aspect and the openness and honesty and the transparency is huge too. And that's another thing that's tough for guys, you know, because we like to look at porn and do stuff on the side and next thing, you know, we're chatting with somebody and, and it's all, you've got to make her feel so comfortable and have her needs met so that she can be vulnerable with you and start like, okay, you're, you're an amazing husband. You meet my needs more than I can imagine. I am now going to kind of listen to what this whole cuckolding thing really means. And maybe we can explore, but you got to get there first. You got to, you got to do your part and meet her needs before she is going to be open to listening and meeting his needs. Excellent advice. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Right? Be a great partner. Yes. <laughs> I should have had you guys help answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, that's what we do, right? We listen to your callers and then Jack and I are like, oh, this is, here's what else I would say to that person. And yeah. like, you know, it's, that part's fun too, because it sparks conversation. That's awesome. Um, Kissy, do you want to talk about that other episode? Which one? The, the when she goes black one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a, an interesting one for us because pretty early on in our really, it was actually like very early in our marriage. Um, you know, I would go to work. I'd always stop at Starbucks on my way. And there was this just super hot black state patrol guy that was always there, right? He's always getting coffee at the same time. And we, you know, just see each other a couple times a week and just say hi and passing and, 
you know, go on. But I would like post on Facebook, like, oh my God, I saw this guy again. I love him. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, we get married, we go on our honeymoon, we come back and, you know, we're, you know, kind of starting to dabble in some of this. And I decided like to take the bold move and I buy this guy a cup of coffee one morning. And, you know, and so it just sparks this little, you know, conversation between us. He gets my phone number, you know, next thing you know, he like asks me out on a date and I go on this date with him and, you know, he sees my wedding ring and I'm like, oh yeah, well, I'm married. (laughs) (laughs) And he, you know, pretty much freaks out because he's like, I'm a cop. Like I, this goes badly. Like, you know, and it, (laughs) it kind of took a while to get him, you know, to, to understand like, no, this is like, it's okay. Just, you have to trust me that I'm safe here. Right. And (laughs) it was, a pretty interesting because it was completely organic right mm-hmm. and i would go out i'd like spend the night at his at his house and come home and like tell jack all these stories and just be like exhausted from just getting fucked all night long and it was just amazing right That's so hot <laughs> and it was i mean and that was like really a hot experience because it was like jack couldn't be at all part of it right and the other experiences that we had had up until that point he had always you know pretty much been um been there for it and so this was completely i just am telling him what's happening and you know it that was a that was pretty great and you know we eventually had you know met you know a couple other guys there's a another guy we know that's just like Adonis, right? Like he's just wonderful. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we actually had, we actually had him over Christmas Eve. We, oh, wow. <laughs> if, you, if you say, if you go, if you go on our, I think we have a picture on our, on our Twitter of, of like him, you know, giving me a present uh, under the tree or something like, <laughs> um, that part of it has been really fun. You know, we, you know, just always, um, like have guys who, you know, want to do meet and greets and stuff. And so that part is, is always really fun and exciting for us. So on that note, (laughs) there's a one story that I need you guys Uh, to tell. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I I think when I first heard this story about your wedding, I almost died like it is the hottest story i yeah. have i think i've ever heard so please recap it one more time sure. for me it's um it's the hottest story it's uh, it's our hottest adventure of all time because and partly is because the probabilities of it actually happening were so slim and it's it's more of like something you'd read in a penthouse forum that's fiction you know so Dutch, our alpha bull, um, <laughs> knew that we were getting married. And he said, what if, what if I come and consummate your marriage? And I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> and we started planning, knowing that, you know, we're also planning a big wedding of 200 people <laughs> and a pastor and, you know, the white wedding dress and all the other stuff that goes along with it. And, um, and on the side, we're like, okay, well, you know, so we started planning it and here comes our wedding day, you know, and we're getting married. We're outside a big outdoor wedding. It was in July and, uh, we tied the knot and we went, you know, and got greeted by everybody. And, um, then we had a, another couple there that are into the naughty as well. We, they're platonic friends of ours and they knew what was going on. And so, all of a sudden, we're like, hey, everyone, we got to go take sunset pictures by the by the lake. You know, it's about a mile or two away. And we all get in the car and they're like, well, aren't you bringing the photographer? <laughs> no, no. And we just, like, no. The four of us bolted. We got to this park, you know, this little pavilion. And there's Dutch in his car. And we all get out of the car. Dutch gets out. And, you know, and, and our friends start taking pictures of them walking her in her white wedding dress, me like behind the cuckold. And we get to this little pavilion area and there had to be nobody around. Like this is a park and <laughs> it had to be not raining and Dutch had to be in town. So all these factors had to come into play. And 
sure enough, they all did. And next thing you know, you know, they're kissing and I'm lifting up her white wedding dress and he's pulling down her panties. And next thing you know, for the first time ever, he goes bareback with her an hour after we got married and they're going at it. And the whew, and well, yeah, I'm getting a little roused right now, and um, and our friends are taking pictures and stuff, and I, I you know, I'm going down on her after cleaning up, oh like uh, fucking crazy, and so then we get, we have to race back. We got 100, 200 people right. waiting <laughs> for us. We're like, we gotta go. Our wedding. <laughs> yeah, we get back to the reception, and like, where are you? Where are you? Like, oh, we're, we're all flushed and stuff, and then all, all of a sudden they're like, hey, they're doing. They're doing what you got to get up there. It's her wedding dance. And we went took dance lessons and rehearsed this whole, you know, Pitbull song. And we're going to kiss you and I are going to. And we get up there and like, are you ready? And then what is what does she say to me? What did she whisper in my ear? (laughs) Whisper in his ear. I'm like, honey, that just come is running down my thigh. (laughs) And Jack, like he just loses it. Right. He just like melted. He comes like completely lost it and so i'm like okay and they start the music i'm like okay step left step right step left <laughs> I, and i'm trying <laughs> oh my god i couldn't move i was like she just my mind just was lost at that point and literally like <laughs> what the fuck did we just do oh my god yeah so uh, there's that that is yeah. so fucking it is hot. <laughs> It is. And it is. And it's partly it's just because the the chances of it actually all working out were, you know, just pretty slim. So I can't to like pulled it off. Is, that's amazing. You guys deserve a trophy. That is like the best story ever. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. OK, one last question from each of you. So Kissy. What would you say is the best advice for women who are curious or want to learn about this lifestyle, whether they're coupled or single or whatever? Give me a call. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, I mean, I think um, I I think really it just, you know, I think there is some of that, right? Like, I think you need to if you, you know, your husband is approaching you about this and you don't know anything about it. Take the time to you know, do some reading, find some, find some podcasts, listen to Venus, like (laughs) get some, get some understanding of what it means because women, I think it means something different than what it means for the guy. Yes. (laughs) So I think that's really important to understand. And then I think it really is about that communication with your partner and really understanding, you know, like this is something that he needs and wants to like to fulfill him. Right. And so it's important to, to really have that understanding and, you know, not doing that, you know, like is damaging within your relationship because you're, you know, like intentionally withholding something that you know would please him or make him happy. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, like Jack loves hosiery, right? Like if I just never wore hosiery, like that would suck for him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Jack loves seeing me get fucked by other guys. So like <laughs> not doing that would, <laughs> you know, would, would hurt him. Um, <laughs> but seriously, I do think it's important to just to, to have some understanding and then have a lot of communication with your partner about what it means and what it can do to kind of fulfill your relationship together, Mm -hmm. right? Like always go back to that. Like, what is it going to do for your relationship? Excellent advice. Um, What about for you, Jack? What's the advice that you would give for men who are single or coupled who want this kind of relationship? Do they need to win the lottery to find a woman who (laughs) is into this? (laughs) Well, I guess... So first of all, for, for a guy, I mean, there's two, right? There's the, there's the, the, the man who wants to be a cuckold, but there's also, you know, a lot of men who want to be a bull and we get a lot of those too. And the advice I have for them is set yourself apart, you know, for single guys wanting to be with other couples, you need a niche, right? You need to be able to market yourselves and not just 
hey, I want to fuck your wife and you can walk. Like, uh, yeah, great. There's a hundred <laughs> other guys down the street that want to do the same. Why should we choose you? And it isn't, you know, become like, I know how to, I know how to cook you. I know how to do things. I know, you know, just yeah. kind of use those Dutch elements. Um, and for, for a <laughs> cuckold wannabe, for, for someone who wants to be a cuckold in their relationship, again, it's make sure you're, Make sure she's taken care of. And that doesn't mean sexually necessarily. That means like, make sure you have a strong relationship that you're, you know, you're, you're giving her affection, number one, and you're meeting her needs and, and you have something really solid. And then you can start, you know, saying, okay, hey, I have these thoughts too. What about my needs? Um, for a single guy, you know, I, that's a little harder for me because I'm not in that situation and I, that that's kind of tough. I I think that's more your area of expertise, <laughs> Venus. Totally. I don't. That's a little tougher. Oh, yeah, I got lots of advice leave, for them. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one to you. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the show. I do want to say that we should coin the term a Dutch level bull. Yeah. Just, mm. You know, from now on, I'm just saying that like he is the the top level kind of bull he's dutch level that's that's what i'm gonna say yeah, yeah, so. sure. <laughs> thank you so much for sharing your story on the venus cuckoldress podcast absolutely love you all right tell the listeners where can they find you guys yes um this. you can as jack and a n d kissy jack and kissy on twitter on um fet life on SLS, or anywhere you might find us, we're everywhere is Jack and Kissy. <laughs> and Kissy has a new naughty project she's uh, oh. she's just starting. Um, if you want, yeah, just... I just I'm I'm starting up an OnlyFans site, so oh. so we can. Yeah, I know it's really exciting. <laughs> you know, just we have like a lot of people who like request different things, and you know, like oh, I want to see you in you know this lingerie, and it gives us an opportunity to be able to do that. So that'll that'll come soon, but. Venus, it was great talking to you. We really appreciate, you know, the the conversation. Um, we appreciate your podcast. It's great and it's really important. Um, it's it's good to to try to get out some of the and dispel some of these myths around, you know, this part of the lifestyle and this aspect of the lifestyle. So we appreciate so much all that you do. Thank you. Thanks again for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap for today. My goodness, what a great episode. I just am so happy to have them on. All right. So if you'd like to find me, I'm on Twitter at V. And if you'd like to send me a question or comment for the podcast, please just go to venuscuckoldress.com. Click on the tab that says Ask Venus and then all you have to do is press a button and start talking and it will record and it will send to me. So I'd love to hear your questions. I'd love to hear your comments. Thank you so much for joining me today and we'll see you next time. Can you believe it's been four years since I first started this podcast? And looking back, I had no idea that this would be my full-time job. I love the work that I do. And it's because of you, the listeners, and your support that I'm able to do this. So right now, if you join the Helpful Cuck tier, you get tons of benefits. My favorite ones are the private one-to-one -one chat every month. You also get access to my private Snapchat group. Weekly live hangouts with me on Crowdcast. I love those. And you get juicy bonus episodes. There's key holding. There's video replays of the Pillow Talk events. And there's also access to my private community on the Moan app. So join right now. You can use the promo code CUCKLOVE2024 for 15% off your Helpful Cuck membership at venuscuckoldress.com.